Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source. Of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out everybody crying right now, literally, when the season started to turn around for us. Go ahead and hear their thoughts and read their thoughts today at LakersBall.com with Ox1947, who also needs a lot of help. And you can help them out if you're in the Southern California area by going ahead and transforming your lawn into something much more magical than it is today, go ahead and check out Symblades, Symblades with a Y.com. Also, Swell, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom, you know he's feeling the pain just like LeBron is right now. So go ahead and check out what he's saying and doing and writing about at Lakerholics.com, along with our good friend Jamie Sweet with his Five Things articles. He might even write a new article on, on the future of the Lakers this season. So go ahead and check that out today at Lakerholics.com, plus our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network give them a big shout out and support but also we are so close to 500 subscribers so if you can go ahead and share us the love today it is sincerely appreciated and we need all the love that we can share out there we all need to give laker fans let's just give each other a hug right now let's just group hug group hug joe and i are virtually group hugging right now because the news came down today that that pop that LeBron James felt during the game yesterday against Dallas, and he still struggled to go ahead and manage his way through the rest of the game in that fourth quarter. Unfortunately, uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, he's gotten the scoop once again that 
He is feared to be out several weeks with a major right foot injury. We don't know how major. We don't know exactly the specifics as of yet. But hearing the words that he's being feared to be out several weeks, obviously, is a, uh, it's alarm. It's, it's a cause for concern. And here today to talk about it is a good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check him out as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com and also Simblades.com as well. It is Joe Sorrell, my good friend, wearing the L.A. colors. How you doing? I know things we were talking about as far as what is the Wild West going to look like. We were talking going to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff in NBA observations today. But then the news came down about LeBron James and his future possibly for the rest of the season. And things took a dark turn indeed. It's the result of all the mishaps of the last two seasons. LeBron James has averaged 36 minutes a game this season alone. He was not preserved. And they couldn't they couldn't afford to lose those games and they had to go the way they went. So them keeping it vague if 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 it's similar to the Anthony Davis information we're likely looking at LeBron not playing any more regular season games and the Lakers hoping that they can make a run here without him to at least get in the playoffs and possibly have him healthy going in there um that would be the only I guess, positive spin on this. The issue is, I don't know if D'Angelo is going to be playing tomorrow. If D'Angelo plays tomorrow, there's a little bit. He's listed as doubtful. Yeah, and, and doubtful for an ankle injury the day before a game is usually not a good sign. So unless something changes into a questionable status, uh, we're likely looking at uh, losing both of our best point guards sorry Dennis I you're the third best but you know we're missing our first two <laughs> uh I don't know how to take this yet I don't know if it's really kind of settled in a lot of realism is is coming into fruition uh I, I think the best part about what's happened in the last few weeks is that at least we're prepared for what's coming uh what's coming is now the lakers are going to have to make some obvious decisions in making sure that this team has not just a little depth but massive amounts of depth if they are to hopefully have lebron play a better season next year and i say playing better as in preserving him throughout the entire season uh, and that's really what you have to kind of look forward to now is, is, is you try to play your best right now and hoping that you can maybe get into the playoffs and LeBron get healthy in a month and a half. I, I, I think it's a regular season injury at this point. I don't, I don't see him coming back before the regular season is over, uh, unless it was a big miracle. Uh, so with that, can we get in without him? And if we do get in, can the Lakers make noise? Not likely. Uh, but in the offseason, the Lakers have a chance to 
add immense amount of help that they've already arrived with here or they've brought in. And we're going to have some except, uh, mid-level exceptions and things like that and a, possibly a salary cap increase to, to add more depth to this team because this team has to have enough depth for LeBron James to play less than 30 minutes uh, a game next year if we are to have a competitive team. The other part, of course, is going to always going to come down to Anthony Davis, but we're going to have to understand that's probably going to still be a 55 to 60 game player, which all the more means the Lakers need to have more depth. <laughs> that's the focus. That's the first thing that came to my mind right now. Now I feel much better now than I would have had the Lakers not made moves. I feel very confident in the young guys that they brought in, that they would play a pivotal role in helping this team become a championship contender next year, minus the injury issues, minus the holding of LeBron back during the year, and hopefully play, play, playing a very a very team-oriented game to the point where D- Darvin Ham is, is, is rotate r- – Darvin Ham's rotations are are viable throughout a 82 game season because that's really all we have left now. That's that's all we have left. Uh, this is it's it's a wait and see situation here. Kind of bummed too. I, I just looked at the score. Orlando's beating New Orleans right now. I was looking forward to winning tomorrow and possibly tying them uh, record wise. Uh, that seems to be kind of on my mind and. My instincts usually go to certain things just because that's just kind of how my brain works. I, I haven't thought about playoffs. I haven't thought about championships, unfortunately. I, I say that on the show because I want to keep the, the, the stuff upbeat and positive. But the reality is I, every day I'm, I'm seeing stuff that this just won't let us compete for a title this year. And my, my title for this year Somewhat happened with this trade deadline. And then if we happen to tie the Pelicans record-wise to end the year, to me, that ends up becoming a little bit of a win for us so that we can finally get past this Anthony Davis situation and trade, even though we still would win despite what would have happened uh, in the draft. But it just it's, a, it's a, one of those things where it, we get out of it unscathed. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We did hear the unfortunate news from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski that LeBron James has suffered a right foot injury and is now feared out of the lineup for several weeks. And you know, we only have a few weeks to go left in the season, 21 games left. So it could be a season ending injury for LeBron. If he does get back, it may be closer to the end of the season, according to what the reports are. We don't know the particulars on the specific injury per se as of yet, but obviously, as Joe said, the Lakers are right now keeping it close to the chest. And I understand with the changes and the, you know, the trades that were made in the lineup, it does fit around LeBron better. But Joe, there is no LeBron right now. So when you have a team that was actually supposed to fit around another player, one specific player, and you don't have that specific player to fit around, now so much more is put on these new acquisitions to go ahead and get the job done. I'm not 100% convinced that they can do it. 
youth has its advantages. You have young players that are motivated to get large sums of money before the end of the year. So I, I, I wouldn't say that there won't at least be all-out effort. Vanderbilt on national television last yesterday upped his money <laughs> pretty yeah, extensively. So we do have the advantage here in terms of guys that are wanting to enhance their value. And AD's playing the way AD plays when he's focused. They'll compete. They'll be competitive, especially after they get past this uh, first 10 games of the of the second half of the season. We've already won two of those games. So if they end up, I don't know, six and four out of it, they might have a chance at finishing the last uh, 10 games at seven and three if their chemistry is on, on point because the strength of schedule won't be as, as difficult. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Not to be cyn- a cynic here, but I, I don't. We don't know what next injury might happen. Yeah. I just don't know anymore. I don't. I, I predicting has has gotten to the point where I, it's it's futile. I am not going. I don't want to predict anything anymore. I don't. I'm just going to go game by game at this point. Well, that's what I'm telling the uh, telling everybody in the chat. Like it's like we don't know the specific injury, so we don't know the the extent of it. We do, we don't. That just said right foot injury, right? So. No one's been able to clarify anything more than that. So how do we know if exactly with two weeks, three weeks could be more, it could be a season ender. I'm leaning when, when you see the word weeks pop up on the Woj report on the Woj bomb, I have a feeling weeks is three, four or five weeks, which would pretty much keep him out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weeks is in four weeks, last 20 games. That's it sounds exactly like AD's injury. He was out 20 games. The Lakers are going to bank on this team squeaking into the playoffs and hoping that LeBron heals up by then, which 20 years of basketball, another four years, actually, technically, if you count playoffs, you're, you're, you're not really, I don't know how much effectiveness that's going to create for the, for the playoffs. They'd have to get extremely lucky in terms of who they play in the first round, meaning could it be a Morant, John Morant less Grizzlies team or a, a Sacramento Kings team with not a lot of experience. A lot of ifs. I mean, this this is the year of the ifs, and every if has gone south, except the trading deadline. And at this point, I'm going to watch the scoreboard like I have been, hope that the teams ahead of us continue to lose. And then see what they see if D'Angelo Russell can move from doubtful to questionable before the game tomorrow, and and, and then at that at that point I feel like I we might have a little bit of a chance to be competitive in that game, but if not, I see us not likely winning tomorrow if D'Angelo is not playing, and then we're gonna have to wait and see what happens on the back to uh, the second half of the back to back. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, so you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, you, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We did hear the unfortunate news via Adrian Roshanowski of ESPN that due to a right foot injury, LeBron James is going to be out several weeks. Again, we do not know the specifics of this right foot injury. So, you know, I know that there's a whole bunch of speculation in our chat, the world's best chat room that's out there, the Lakers fast break, but we don't know the specifics yet. So I don't want to go into too much detail on on what type of injury it is, since we don't exactly know. But here today to talk about it is a good man indeed. He is not snuggling show. Uh, it's not snuggling, sh- not shoveling snow. <laughs> say that 10 times fast. On the Toronto freeway. It's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out today whenever he shows up for here. And also on Friday mornings at 7.30 a.m. Pacific, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. LeBron's injury is really making me mess up. <laughs> It is Sean Grice, the magic man. Great to have you here, my friend. You heard the bad news. It's obviously messing me up big time. Having you on, talking about the great victory of the team yesterday, coming back down from 27 points to win the game, but yet managing to squeak out a win. Everything was high and everything was great. But as I always say, my friend, for this team this year, just cannot stand prosperity. Yeah, Gerald, you know, somebody needs to stamp, get that in like a stamp and stamp it on for, for this season. That's that's the statement for this season. It's the team that can't stand prosperity. And um, I'm not sure if they were releasing any nitrous oxide in the Costco you were in, but that was pretty funny. But I'm not going to be laughing when I have to shovel 10 more centimeters tonight before I go to bed. On top of the crummy news, what we heard, Gerald. Yeah, it's no need to speculate. I'm just hoping for the for the best, worst scenario here. That, uh, unfortunately, he might be out for just several more weeks. Well, I don't know what that means. There are just several more weeks left in the season. So, I don't want him coming back for even... You know, if they're a remote chance at the sixth seed at best, and I don't think so. And now you're probably at best playing for a plan. I don't want to see him come back. Um, I, I'd rather just just let the uh, nature take its course here, and uh, we come back strong with LeBron next season. We go on without him. Well, that that sucks too because. That's a huge part of your offense. Just it's like a shark taking like a bite out of you, pretty much, and you're just now bleeding in the middle of the ocean. That's kind of what it feels like. 
And it, you're right, Gerald. It it really sucked. It's like it's like you get that uh, get that brand new power boat, right? And you you're ready to fire it up, and uh, you bring all your buddies to the lake and getting ready. And then all of a sudden, you fire it up, and the motor just goes right to the bottom of the lake. That's kind of what this felt like. It's really bad right now. The I can I'm searching Twitter today, and it feels like someone died. Yeah. I search for Facebook today on Laker chat rooms, Laker groups out there, and it feels like someone died. I know the Lakers season pretty much has uh, died in, in a lot of people's eyes. So I'll ask you, Joe, as I said on the description of this video, is this season over? It's sort of been over, but we've been trying to pump it up. We just dug ourselves a hole that's too big. We've We're basing this off winning the championship. You know, that's that's the thing here. Uh, anything short of a championship is, is kind of a lost season with Anthony Davis and LeBron James being your one and two. LeBron James is not really going to be affected by what happens at the end of the year other than winning a championship. And that's, that's only going to go up. And whether he wins, if he doesn't win it, it's just another year where he didn't win it. And that's it. For Laker fans, it's it's going to be a concern what what to do in the summer. And there's some early reports that the CBA apparently is in good standing with both the PA and the owners, which I can't understand for the life of me what the hell that means. The league has lately been operated like <laughs> like a like a terrible. It's been operated terribly, I should say. No, no accountability in terms of participation or anything that would hint at something where we can we, we can better something, which is number one, refs, things like that. But then again, if the salary cap goes up, doesn't matter, guys. That means they're making their money. The numbers prove it at that point and we're gonna have to just sit here and watch a product where half half, your stars play half the season and then you got to hope that's they come out of the abyss in the playoffs which is kind of a makes the 82 game season kind of lousy in my book and that's the thing we got to talk about is the fact that, again, this these are the returns right now for what was once a championship roster. Now we have two players left from that championship roster there, Sean. And both of those players, as great as they might be at times, unfortunately get injured now quite a bit and have been getting injured quite a bit over the past now three seasons since the, obviously, world championship season for the Los Angeles Lakers. So... Is it time, because you have depleted assets, is it time to go ahead for Rob Palenka, who actually showed out yesterday? Mm. Funny how it is. Mm. You have a great win, and finally he, finally he appears in, in public. Mm. Interesting that was, yeah, when I noticed that. Mm. But your thoughts on if Rob Palenka now needs to go back to the drawing board in the summer? Yeah, you know, that, that, that kind of reminds me of the uh... – like the the partner at the law firm that being told, yeah, moving you from uh, the partnership, but he's still at the uh, the board meetings. He's got his hands on everybody's shoulders, and 
That that's kind of what that reminded me of with Rob. You know what, Gerald? I've I've seen a different Anthony Davis this year from the start of the season. I know a lot of people point to, well, you know, we got that 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 twenty game spurt and you know, he came back strong a couple games here. His last I, two games, yes. Yeah. He started he came back for the injury, struggled, and then yeah, he came back strong in the past two his, games. His his mid range game has was struggling from the start of the year. That's usually his bread and butter. That's how that's how he has earned a paycheck, basically, with his athleticism and that mid range. And it was just off this year at the at the start. To me, he didn't have the the same level of focus that he has had in the past. Honestly, I I think um, I think I think it's I think there's too much made about the 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 Lebr- the whole LeBron AD. I think at this point, LeBron is looking at whatever Merck is available that he thinks he could play with that will help him win a ring. I don't think it's about friendships and. And getting AD's consent to AD didn't sign a no trade. He he doesn't have a no trade, so it's not up to him. It's really not up to him to uh, say whether or not he wants to be a Laker or not. It's it's completely irrelevant. They can do whatever they want. I I would look to trade him, Gerald. I really would. There is not going to be another stretch in his career where he goes more than. Like we said, eight eight weeks. So you're looking at twenty five games is the most you're gonna get out of him in a season before he gets injured. And he might be out for two weeks, four weeks. Might come back in in five weeks, but then he hurts a quad and then he's out for another two weeks. So it it, it it's just cumulative with him now. It's just not one injury it's one injury leads to another with him as well that's a pattern so i i think it, the best move is to to move is to trade him look to move off of him um you know, even if I, he kills it in the next 21 games yes I, 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 actually if he kills it in the next 21 games that 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 makes that makes the job a little bit more easier but then again we are talking about rob Polinka. So you might find a way to screw this one up. But if AD did really show out in the next 21 games, Gerald, I think there would be plenty of suitors calling and offering pretty good deals for that. I, I would agree with you on that. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. Unfortunately, we did hear the word that Adrian Wojnarowski put out there that LeBron will be out several weeks, most likely with a right foot injury. Joe, on the brighter news, New Orleans did lose tonight to the Orlando Magic, putting the Lakers within a half game of tying them in the Western Conference. Oh, my gosh. And without our best players. So I hear you, my friend. So I ask you, is this still going to be a a situation where the Lakers can still sneak by or stay close enough to the New Orleans Pelicans for the rest of the season where – a swap wouldn't really matter all that much. If AD plays uh, MVP ball the remaining 21 games, there's a high probability that the Lakers make the play-in. And then the Lakers are hoping that LeBron is healed by then, which, uh, you know, and healed enough to play. Uh, we're going to need D'Angelo, though, to be on on 
top of his game to make that happen. Uh, Beasley, if we can get 11 out of those 21 games where he's hitting open shots, that's a good uh, percentage that that can happen. Vandy, I think, is I think going to be motivated to continue to do what he's been doing. Uh, Mo Bamba, uh, unfortunately, for those who hadn't watched before he became a Laker, uh, you know, all you have to do is go list, talk to Orlando Magic fans, and and you would have been able to get a an, an understanding of, of of how much we do know about players, not just Laker players, but players around the league. And uh, if you really needed to know how how players were too, uh, talking about the Dallas Mavericks, the last opponent, all those weight jokes about Doncic, that's not coming from Laker Nation being mean. All that stuff originated from Maverick fans screaming it off the uh, the big big star uh, at Cowboy Stadium. But yes, they know that Luca's got a problem, and Jason Kidd subliminally said something there as well after the after the yes, game. Yes, he did. And yes, this he is, did. This is, and again, if you need if you need if you have eyes and can interpret things normally, you can see that Luka Doncic is a whining, crying, lazy player with immense talent. And if you can sick a Doberman on him, i.e. Vanderbilt, and fluster him, you saw the results of that. So Mo Bamba, I'm not really expecting much from him. I think Beasley, Vanderbilt, and a healthy D'Angelo Russell with an MVP caliber AD could give us a shot to finish the season with a chance at a play-in. Uh, but we're going to have to wait and see if, if a deep stays healthy the next 21 games. One name that's been out there that just got waived today is a Laker Tom favorite and standby he's used over the years many times. And believe me, I have heard it on this show and seen it on Twitter many times in Nerland's Noel. Your thoughts on the <laughs> man that magic man and i both know for grabbing a hot dog in the press room at halftime so. i would rather i would rather play four on five basketball than have joe, the well in joe, a Laker uniform so so joe like if, if all we needed was the teacup and the spoon and if you saw joe's eyes right there that was get out Yes, that was that out. was get out right there. He, he He's had falling the, down into the abyss. Yes, yeah, speak. yeah, like the abyss was closing in on Joe as soon as he heard those two words. Yeah, sorry, I just say it out there. That name will not go away. I have for, I had forgotten he was in the league two months ago until trade stuff started. I I don't want anything to do with Nerlens Noel. I don't want anything to do with anyone who turned down $70 million because he thought he was worth 140. Now, we have a player like Schroeder on the team that did that, but Schroeder has talent. New Orleans doesn't. Stay away from New Orleans Noel. We don't need New Orleans. We, don't, we already have two stiff bigs. We don't need another one. And we don't need a big in this league anyways other than an Anthony Davis type that can do more than one thing. So it doesn't, it just doesn't, it won't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Stop trying to get all these players that are coming out of the buyout market. We don't have enough time to give these guys minutes. Anyways, the team is set. 
We have to deal with the fact that LeBron is not going to play the rest of the year, more than likely. So now the three studs that we got in the trade that actually have talent, let them blossom and let them go earn their next contract. That'll be a huge benefit. And of course, AD, please do what you can do. Hopefully you won't get hurt. And let's see if you guys can get us in the playoffs here before LeBron gets back. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We did hear the news, unfortunately, due to a Woj bomb from ESPN's AJ Roshnowski that LeBron James has suffered a right foot injury in yesterday's game at Dallas and is expected to be out several weeks. And we've only been given those vague details. Hopefully we will find out more specifics sooner rather than later. Sean, Nerland's Noel jokes aside, <laughs> again, as I told you, I feel like a, eating a hot dog now for some reason. Yes. Okay, there is a reason, actually. But your <laughs> thoughts, though, I mean, is there anybody out there you think? I know, Joe, I agree with Joe. I don't think there's enough minutes to spread around. Lonnie Walker, who has been pretty much in the doghouse, may get some extended minutes now. You're talking about maybe a little bit more of Troy Brown Jr., which I know doesn't excite anyone out there. A little bit more Rui Hashimura, which doesn't excite me out there. Mm-hmm. Is there a player out there that can help? I know Will Barton's name still gets thrown out there, but we talked about him as far as you know, maybe his his defense is coming gone, and even though his shot is still somewhat there, your thoughts? Is there they actually picked up anyone right now to compensate for that as far as off the waiver wire or off the buyout market? Could they really actually help the Lakers at this point? Yeah, no, no, Gerald. I don't think there's, you know, a Moneyball ace out there that they'll pick up and somehow it'll have a synergistic effect and uh, propel these guys uh, to to uh, an upper level that, you know, AD and uh, seven, eight role players could be. There's, he's, that doesn't exist. Um, I think we better just go with who we have for now. No, at this point, like, honestly, Gerald, like, let's be honest, though. Do you really want to see Lonnie Walker get those minutes? Because we did draft Max Christie. Like, no offense to Lonnie Walker. He's going to get another contract in the summer. I'd rather see Max Christie at this point because, you know, it's uh, kind of – um. It's kind of a nut up or shut up situation for him, so to speak, because now is an opportunity for him to uh, maybe play above his head or finally play to his potential and uh, try and make Darvin Ham's decision tougher in the summer. I'm thinking about whether or not he wants to, him to be in the rotation. I just, I think. We know what happened with Lonnie Walker. Like you said, Gerald, at some point in time throughout those that week or really the deadline, Palinka should have figured out a way to just ex- exit the contract, but he didn't. So he's there, but I'd rather see somebody like Max Christie get the minutes. I would agree with you on that because, again, you know, we found out more and more as Lonnie Walker – uh, you know, is playing exactly where the issues lie with him and why he can't stand consistently in the rotation. Uh, if his shot begins to get a little bit erratic, uh, his smaller size, he doesn't play defense very well. He can't defend very well because he doesn't have much size. 
little bit smallish for a shooting guard. So at least Christie gives you some size. And if the Lakers are going to use this as an advantage as far as taking the time to go ahead and develop some players in LeBron's absence, I'm not saying tank by any stretch of the imagination, but Joe, I, I agree with Sean. Give 10 to 15 minutes to the kid, Max Christie, instead of someone like Lonnie Walker. I don't, I don't, honestly, I, I don't think I, I'm too concerned about developing anyone right now. Let's let's try to win games the rest of the way, build some momentum to get into next year. Hopefully Rob can sign uh, the young guys and, and continue to sign guys that can be immediate impact players for next year so that you can manage AD and LeBron's minutes. They're going to need a big that can at least have a shot from mid-range. Someone consistent. We wanted Thomas Bryant to be that guy, but he was so deficient on the defensive end, it was hard to keep him in those games where he had to play defense against uh, good talent, um, offensive talent. It's my The focus right now is, is, is championship for next year. You probably have if you're basing it off of LeBron's inability to stay healthy, which is not, it's, it's not a surprise. It's, this is it guys. It's 20 years where I think we've talked ourselves into thinking that LeBron is this, this, uh, you know, T 1000 T 800, whatever the hell the Arnold. Hey, let, let, hey, I just want to say this. We're hoping, we're hoping for the best of the worst situation here. If it is the worst situation, of all the possibilities. What he did yesterday, Joe, Gerald, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before. I've seen a lot of things in my life, personally and professionally. If if somebody has that kind of serious foot injury and they were walking, I that is the first because something like that should cause a person to be in a boot, be on crutches, and you're being helped. You're in a chair or you're being you're being leaned on. So for him to walk out of there like that, I, I know I, I it, the eventually eventually you're right, Joe. You're right. I'm sorry for interrupting, but you were right. Father time catches up with everybody. But man, he's really slowing it down to a crawl. If that's what I saw, if yeah, that's it, what I saw, it, it's it's something that we need to talk about in terms of LeBron's, I guess, execution since putting on a Laker uniform. LeBron used to flop a lot. He was known as a flopper. Doesn't really flop. He's flopped a few times in a Lake uniform, but not a lot. And I might be overthinking this a little, but LeBron took on the legacy. He took on the Kareem, the Kobe mentality in terms of I'm going to, I'm going to play through this stuff. And I use Kareem as an example, because I don't care who you are, especially for a big man, you play 20 years in the league. You, you, you've got some toughness, even though Kareem had an ongoing joke that, you know, he kind of loafed it. Well, it's kind of hard to not loaf it when you have 
secretariats on your team the last eight years of your career. I mean, James Worthy, and this is coming from Dennis Rodman, of all people, he hated guarding James Worthy. He goes, every time I was about to make a, a commitment to something, James was already gone. So to say that Kareem loafed it, it might have just been the fact that he had thoroughbreds on top of thoroughbred running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just couldn't keep up with those guys. So LeBron, despite some of his commentary in the last few years, that usually wasn't really too much on the basketball side. His his, his basketball stuff, he's, he's earned it. He earned it, and he changed a little. He did. He toughened up a little bit. And yesterday's game should have been a, a evidence that LeBron played better injured. Almost looked like Ben Roethlisberger yesterday. He got hurt, and he played better because the focus was there. Some guys can do that. Some guys play better when they're hurt. Look at Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes played on one leg for two and a half games. So – Greatness. What do you call greatness? Well, yes, numbers are nice. Championships are nice. But a lot of times that grit will prove a little more. And LeBron enhanced that. That's one of the big things about his career here towards the end is that he he, he gutted himself, gutted it out a little bit more in that golden armor. And his legacy is, as a Laker, is he's a champion. He's an MVP in the finals as a Laker. And well, we 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 all we all know San Antonio didn't didn't help that perception at all when they turned off the air conditioning and they we all we all know that BS that happened. They 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 also have a part to play in that as well because go oh, go ahead, Joe. It looked like well, it, 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 I I I can I understand that part, but at the same time. I watched. Uh, other than if the if the if James Worthy doesn't make that bad pass in '84, the Lakers go three and zero against all that crap. It's just like the. I remember Joey Porter. You brought up Joey Porter Jr. To, uh, earlier uh, yesterday when we were talking football. So it's funny now that um, it's all coming together. W- when the when the Steelers beat the Indianapolis, which I thought was the best Indianapolis Colts team in the in the Manning era in oh four in um oh five. Joey Porter said all that, hey, 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 all that hand gyration thing by Peyton Manning. What's cool is right before they played, he was talking mad smack, right? And everyone's like, Joey, shut up. Joey, shut up. And this is, by the way, like seven weeks earlier, they destroyed the Steelers. Like, we yes. first played a game, it was 80 yards to Marvin Harrison, right? So it was this, this gyration, he was making fun of it and going, it's all just crap. Just wait it out and then just go get him, right? Which is exactly what he did, like twice. Um, it would have ended the game, too, if the if, if uh, Jerome hadn't fumbled. That's what I equate all that stuff, all that gimmicky stuff. It's just gyration. The reason why LeBron cramped out in that, in that uh, series was four years – of going to the finals. Guys. And then, of course, Dwayne Wade was shot. LeBron should have still probably won that year because he's the greatest player, right? I mean, if you're looking at it from that perspective, he's the greatest player. 
should have probably they should have found a way to win it, but they didn't. And turning off the air conditioner or doing this or doing that at the end of the day, guys, no one remembers that stuff. All they remember is the wins. And at this point, I know it sounds like this is kind of like an epilogue of LeBron's career, but I think it's it's getting there, guys. And I think we've talked ourselves into thinking that he's not human and that he's going to play I mean, forever. Just last week you were talking about him playing another three another years. Another three years, yeah. Now, the only way he plays another three years is they have to have depth. They have to have enough depth on this team, and the Lakers are going to have to pay a lot of money for that depth to preserve him and have a shot at using him when it matters. And that means he cannot play more than 29 minutes a game the rest of his career. That's just the bottom line. There's no other way. Can't play 36 minutes a game anymore. Can't. Just can't. And I don't know if that's possible with AD being injury prone. If AD wasn't injury prone, if AD played 75 games a year, you could get away with it. You could get away with not playing LeBron a lot. But there's too many issues with health on this team. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. So Sean is firmly in favor of seeking a trade for Anthony Davis, regardless of how well or not so well. Although I have a feeling if he stays healthy, he's going to probably get some good numbers mm-hmm. for the rest of the season. It's, it's a pretty safe bet if he's healthy. Your thoughts, Joe, is it time to start looking in the direction of trading a D to get some assets back to build that depth in which you speak? If you do, you've pretty much conceded that you're not going to be competing for a title anymore in the LeBron era. You can't get enough back for the AD trade to make them a championship contender. You'd have to get a disgruntled star to trade AD for. Who's a disgruntled star out there that possesses his skill set? There's been talk that as much as much issue as what's going on in Dallas right now is well, I knew that you're going to say Luca. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Oh, you're going to say Kyrie, of course. Yeah, yeah. for AD. That would be the only one lurking there. Kyrie, well, Kyrie was a given, Ky- but I was thinking the, maybe Luca on top of the it. Kyrie. The Kyrie ship officially ended in my book. Officially sailed. Well, I hope you're right, but we're not going to hear the end of that one either. I desperately hope, desperately hope that Rob does not go that route, and I don't think he will. I think I he learned not. his lesson. You cannot trade three guys for one guy again, especially a guy that only averages 55 games a year on a team that already has that issue. You cannot do that. You need to evaluate Beasley, Vanderbilt, and D'Angelo Russell. If I was Rob Polinka, I would call all three of them in, and I would say, guys, LeBron's out likely the rest of the year. I want you guys to ball out and make me pay you guys the money you want. You pay the, if those guys come out at the end of the year playing well, 
and they want their money, get them, pay them, and let's go next year with some freaking ammo. And then hopefully this summer, Rob can do a couple of things, get a, 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 get a, yeah, no, Joe, I was going to say, see, there's one guy out there. I think he would, hmm, he's, he's just, he's, I'm going to be careful here because we're, it's a family show, Gerald. Yes, it is. Yes. He is a star. And that's Patrick Riley. I could see Pat Riley saying, yeah, I'll take AD. If you rob, you say, okay, we get Bam. Bam for AD. I still think the star attraction that she should bring in, if he's available in free agency, which he very well might be, is Bob Myers from from Golden State. Mm -hmm. I'm really convinced that... You I know, think one could... one good trade deadline does not make up for two years of bad decisions, and that no, you should really, it's not really try to get Bob Myers in here for a uh, future. I don't think, Bob Myers is the biggest free agent. Oh, they, they, I don't think they will. I just saying what I would do. You're talking about paying, showing out, paying out the cash if the Lakers play out. If Bob Myers becomes available, he is infinitely better than what we have in Ron Palenka. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that. Uh, Lakers don't usually do that kind of hire, anyways. Oh, I know. I I know the smart but, hire you know, isn't. And as, as, as far as as far as you know, Miami was one of the destinations for AD because that that seemed. And to there's make no sense. nepotism there, so no. There's there's uh <laughs> instantly strike off because he didn't he didn't do anything with the Lakers. There's there's not really. I I I wasn't expecting. Rob to make the trade that he made before the deadline as well as he did. We're going to have to hope something comes up here that makes sense in the summer. I don't know what that is. We're going to have to wait and see. I just don't think they're going to trade AD either. There's just not enough talent there to to cover AD's talent, even when he's playing or not playing. It's it's a tough one. It's a tough one. You get Bam and Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. And what two first round picks? Okay, you essentially just traded the 2020 half of the 2020 team title uh, I, title I, contender I, team. I, I don't think I don't think um, I don't think you'd rope you the Lakers would get roped into one of those deals. It would be a straight that would be a straight up deal there. I don't think the Lakers would do that personally. Uh, plus, plus. You're trading one clutch client for another. AD co- goes out of the bosom of the Lakers. Bam comes in. It fits. It, it's uh, a nat- uh, it's a natural fit. Plus, he's younger. He's younger. He's a better facilitator. I would say at this point, their defense is neck and neck. I would make that trade. I would rather do a Siakam trade if I had to choose. Siakam trade. Hey, I like that one too. So yeah, sending AD to Toronto is probably not going to be what he wants, but at least you'd have someone that could definitely play with LeBron. That that that's a player that would fit LeBron's offense very, very, very effectively. I, I don't see a, a trade for AD happening, anyways. I think what's going to need to happen here is we're going to need to see if Rob 
can stack the team with massive depth. Depth is the only thing that's going to give this team a chance for 2024. We're still going to probably see AD play 58 games. LeBron will play 60 games. But the difference will be, hopefully, they have enough young studs that can cover their back and still win games without them playing. That is what's that's that's the only way I see this playing out. So, Gerald, you can't evaluate a roster player and the synergy he has with four other guys on the court based on four games, right? So, yeah. that's right. not a good evaluation yet. It's you need not. a little bit more sample it's size not. than that. So, so without LeBron, how fair do you think? Lakers fans should be with the evaluation of uh, of a Vanderbilt and a Beasley now because D'Lo can get his own shot and he can create for others. Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley are, you know, a couple different kinds of players, as you know, Gerald. So what do you think is the fair assessment Lakers fans should have in evaluating them going forward? Well, obviously, every, when you have a 30-point score, someone who also averages, what, seven assists a game, seven rebounds, seven, eight rebounds a game, go out of the lineup for, quote-unquote, weeks now, most likely, you're talking about making up all those stats, and not just stats, you're talking about making up all the, the things that LeBron brings to your team, and you're asking Beasley. You're asking a lot more Beasley. Beasley's going to put up more shots, put up more threes. That's great for him. You know, you don't have to ask him twice. No. D'Angelo Russell now has to become a 20-point-a-game player. He has to be moved up from a 15- to 17-point player that he was expected before to a 20- to 22-point player. Is he that still in this league? you got to ask yourself that as well. And then you know, Jared Vanderbilt is not an offensive player. He's, he's best as far as... You, you know, getting on the extra rebounds, the hustle points and giving, you know, what he can on the defensive end. But if you start depending on him for offense, that's when you get into some some issues right there. So, again, the outlook is not promising, but all these additions were meant to go ahead and complement one player. Yes. And that player is now gone. So you have all these complementary pieces that, was meant to fit this one giant puzzle, but the big piece is missing. So you're hoping that the other pieces can fill up the slack in order to do it. I'm not so sure that they can, but obviously we're going to get a big test tomorrow. If D'Lo is healthy enough, if not, at least by Oklahoma City, we can see maybe if that this team can will itself to a play-in spot. I think that if people need to go ahead, the four through six seeds, I think that conversation, Joe, needs to go. I think there's still a chance that this team can sneak in with a not you know a ninth or tenth seed at this point in time. Yeah, there's a chance if the AD would have to play MVP AD like he did against Dallas. Yeah. Without getting hurt. Yep. And the young guys are having they have motivation to play hard because they are they have something to play for beyond winning. Yep. The whole uh, the focus as a team is Let's try to get this team in there for LeBron to be healthy to play. They'll look at it as LeBron takes 20 games off and is fresh for the playoffs. That's how they're looking at it. 
Okay. For me, sure, I, I can look at it that way too. But the the only thing that sticks in my mind right now is I want to tie the Pelicans record-wise. I just think that would be hilarious. I just think it would be hilarious. I, I think I'd get a kick out of it. You and I both, my friend. I, I, I want to I wanna see the Pelicans switch that draft pick with the same record. I know they won't, oh, but oh, I just want to see oh. it. Well, that's oh, the only dude. thing they can. The swap rights are for this year only. Yeah. <laughs> just, just wait till the, the memes like come so up. I, I just want to see them go, all right, we'll take the 18 instead of the 19. <laughs> Whatever it ends up being. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm goofy like that, I guess, but. Little bit well, of no, you know what it should be? It should be like, <laughs> remember the that scene from Beetlejuice where, where he's, try, he's trying to get seen sooner? So he's beside the, the shrunken head voodoo priest and they switch the numbers. That's, just, that's what I'm going to send to the Pelicans. You thought Looks you like were... I'm next. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing, too. <laughs> Hey, this might be a good look for me. <laughs> We're still trying to keep you cheered up out there. I know it's been some tough times. Today's been a very tough day, but we're still trying to cheer you up. Once again, it's Joe Sorrell from LakersBall.com and Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Go ahead and check them out today at LakersBall.com. It's Ox1947. And of course, you know the magic man, Sean Grice, the guy who is just cannot get out of Toronto traffic because he has to shovel snow all the way back home 10 centimeters were you talking yes oh my gosh will you make it in time for magic man in the morning this friday at 7 30 a.m pacific time yes i will because the weather is supposed to be absolutely gorgeous and i've got no plans other than magic man in the morning well, by then, we'll get a clearer idea of exactly what's gone on with the Lakers. They already will have done the back-to-back by that time at Memphis and OKC, which starts tomorrow night. Go ahead and check it out. 4.30 p.m. Pacific and 7.30 p.m. Eastern, right there for you at TNT. We'll be on live for that game, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. We'll go ahead and see firsthand what the Lakers will do now that they're out without LeBron for what could be weeks, possibly the rest of the season. So we'll see what goes from there. Then, of course, after the game, it is the best Lakers post game that's around. We'll go ahead and give you all the analysis, the details, our opinions, and, of course, the best Lakers chat room that's out there that's right here at the Lakers Fast Break. But, guys, before we end an out, as Sovereign always likes for me to say, Want to go ahead and hear your final thoughts. Magic Man, you're up first. Your final thoughts for now until we see the actual product we've got on the court in Memphis tomorrow. You know what, Gerald? This is the time where, you know, you put all your chips in the middle and you just give it your all. All you got. Every single person. Everything you got. If you could score a little bit more, please score a little bit more. If you can hunt down those offensive rebounds a little bit more, do it a little bit more. Just whatever you got, just a little bit more. Because without LeBron, we're going to need everybody's a little bit more just to stay in these games. Better not go 0 for 18 from 3 again. Start off again. And down 27 points again. No, that's, uh, that's, 
that won't equal a win tomorrow night. No, didn't think so. Didn't think so indeed. Joe, any last thoughts on what we're going to look like going forward before we head on out, my friend? I'll probably know more. I, I, I'm done take, making predictions, uh, even though I really never really did. i just giving you the maybes, but I'm, I want to see who's available tomorrow, mainly D'Angelo Russell. If D'Angelo Russell's healthy to play tomorrow, I, I feel a little bit better about competing tomorrow. If he's not there, Beasley's going to have to do what Clay Thompson did the other night to keep him in the game. And AD, I think, is focused enough to probably do his thing. But I don't, I don't know where else, where else to go. Because they don't have Stephen Adams, and Stephen Adams, uh, I don't think he'll be there back in the lineup. But he's been a big loss for them. Uh, they've been struggling as of late. They did win in Philadelphia, but Memphis has been struggling just before the All Star break because they didn't have Stephen Adams. So you never know. Could be a good game tomorrow. In hand. It would be nice, honestly, if they could sneak out a win tomorrow, and I know we'll be happy. They're, we're, we're tied in the loss column with the Pelicans. I want to tie them tomorrow. That'd be nice. It would be nice. Absolutely. We would just be laughing. You know, we would actually have almost as good a time as we did yesterday, I think. It would probably be the way I'd say it because, you know, the fact that the Lakers – would still hopefully be competing against a top team in the Western Conference tomorrow in Memphis. So we're looking forward to seeing if the Lakers can do just that. We want to hear your thoughts in the comments down below if you're seeing this after the fact or wherever you're seeing this on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you get us right there at the Lakers Pass Break. Is the season over for this team? Do you think that the Lakers still have a chance to sneak into the playoffs without LeBron? being there for several weeks we want to hear your thoughts right here wherever you see us and of course lakers fast break at yahoo.com also make sure if you haven't already subscribed please do so we need all the help we can get trying to get to 500 subscribers we're almost there we can get there by the end of the week and it's all hopefully because of you out there liking what we do but yes we will be back tomorrow for the game on playback.tv lakers fast break and of course, the best post game in town where we'll report on what we see in tomorrow night's game at Memphis. Hopefully it will be a good one, but no LeBron, unfortunately. We'll see what the new lineup looks like tomorrow night, right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.